The Jesus Smart Podcast, to me, intelligently offers its listeners interesting discussions on important topics, including prayer, creativity, and the pursuit of the increase of knowledge. I don't know if you're anything like me. There are times when you feel like you are presented with a wall of problems and challenges that require creative solutions, even opportunities or potential doors that can be opened that you want to exploit. You know, there's a verse in the book of Daniel in the Old Testament that says, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Well, we're continuing an important conversation today with Adam Carver from Shipley, England. He's a pastor, he's a business person, and we're talking about super creativity that we've all been created in God's image, and we kind of put it out there that spiritual gifts and heavenly prayer languages are something that can release super creativity at a higher level, we believe. It's like a supernatural augmented reality is what I like to say. What do I mean? The real you, the life you're designed to live and the calling you're designed to pursue, it is super enhanced. And I'm going to be honest with you, the way that the Lord deals with us to really release life and kingdom dynamics is that he deals hard with us. Our old nature has to die. Our flesh has to, in a practical way, be crucified with Christ. We have to take up our cross and follow him. This is not a uh, you know sugar-coated, super easy, come to Jesus and everything's going to be super great. You're going to live your best life and there's not going to be any cross experience in your life. Actually, if we want to live our best life, there will be the taking up of our cross and following the Lord. My name is Brian Del Turco. I want to thank you for uh, connecting with the podcast today, Jesus Smart, the podcast. This is episode 154. And I really would like to uh, exhort you, if I could say that, to go back and listen to part one of this conversation. You can listen to this part first. Go back and also catch the first half, episode 153 with Adam Carver. I really appreciate him carving out the time and coming on the podcast. Manifold Ministries is something we're highlighting. It's a guild of content creators who are uh, targeting, providing quality kingdom content. The founder and uh, creator of Manifold is Stephen Lauterbach. He has a great podcast himself, despite popular belief. There's other content on that site. I encourage you to go to manifoldministries.com. And of course, the podcast is heard on Apple and Podbean and all of your favorite listening apps as well. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to break away in the middle of the episode for a special announcement about something called Wild Ox. Stay tuned for that, okay? Very good. Here's the rest of my conversation with Adam Carver. Let's get into it. Super creativity. If we can get this down, we're really going to be able to leverage time and energy in our life and in our calling. And really pursuing spiritual gifts, you know, Paul admonishes us in 1 Corinthians to especially pursue prophecy. But there are other gifts listed. First Corinthians 12 is a great list. There's yeah. nine listed there. I've recently been praying. I've been asking the Lord, give me words of knowledge. 
Give me words of wisdom. Give me the distinguishing of spirits. You know, give me miracles and faith and tongues and and interpretation. I think, I think recently, this is just something over the past several weeks, I've noticed in conversations with people, there seems to be a little bit more voltage and, and insight. You know, it's for all. It's for all. And we're just encouraging you to pursue it, pray over it, earnestly desire it, stir up creativity. Now, you talk about the connection, and I hear Christ in the cool of the day with this, but you're talking about the connection between communing and creativity. Yeah, I mean, I think think all, all true creativity comes out of communing because it Christ is the creative one. Jesus, God is the creative one. So in order to tap into creativity, it must come out of time spent with him. For me, creativity is an act of communion with the divine nature that then releases that creative genius of heaven on the earth. Mm. So, so, so every every creative act in truth flows from a communing act, or every true creative act flows from a communing act. Um, the highest levels of creativity, we could say, right? The highest of creativity, the most accurate creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that are going to break through on a kingdom level. Yes. You know, there's lots of creativity. People are releasing songs, films, but, but are they breaking through on a kingdom level? I'm not so sure. They may well be entertaining. They may well be nice. But... Yeah. Yeah. That's a great phrase. Breaking through into a kingdom level, higher creativity, which actually moves the needle, right? With the purposes yeah, of God. Yeah. Like, like you were saying about the, the pastor friend of yours, you know, are we moving the needle in our in our neighborhoods are we seeing people out of poverty are we seeing oppression disappear are we seeing the widows and the orphans fed are we seeing the needy met are we seeing justice come on the face of the earth that then creativity to do with those problems needs to be found in the creative one because our own our own prefrontal cortex as you put it earlier is not going to find answers to those problems mm. not long-term breakthrough answers it may well find answers but what i find is when i find a kingdom answer it breakthroughs in ways that non-kingdom answers simply do. It, it has something else with it. It has an extra power with it, an extra ability to break out in it. And that's where I want to be. I, I'm I'm thinking about our town right now and, and what we can do in our, our town. And I, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of going, okay, God, what are your ideas for this town? I've got tons of ideas, you know, and I could ask my church and they'd have tons of ideas and they'd all be good. But actually there's, a, there's some ideas that God has got that will cause something to shift in the atmosphere. Maybe they'll cause favor, authority, and influence to grow for us as a church into our town to see the kingdom come mm, on. Yeah. For that, I've got to spend some time communing. Yes. I can't just spend some time, you know, I love that. watching Facebook whilst watching Netflix while doing something else. Yeah, exactly. The fragmentation of our focus. <clears throat> yeah, I've been dealing with these five words recently and praying them once in a while. Acumen, architecture. They all start with A, okay. Acumen, architecture, alignment, anointing and acceleration, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, you know, pray, mm. praying for, you know, I'm, I'm hearing kingdom acumen when you talk and when you frame it in this way, you know, what, yeah. is, what, yeah, is, yeah, what is what is kingdom acumen and architecture, God, what are you building? What is your activity? There's a special level of anointing and blessing and favor, which comes at that level, I think. Yes, I agree. I agree. You, you find, you know, the hinges of doors are oiled, you yes. find a way paved through. You find that mountains are made low and valleys are filled in. You find that you have access to people who can make decisions, who can release finance, who does it. And I think one of the challenges for us though is to spend that time communing. I love this quote from Martin Luther, who is attributed with saying, I have so much to do today. I know I can only get it done if I spend the first three hours yes. in prayer. Yes. And uh, you know, my I'm I'm a doer. 
Um, my temptation is to get in my office, sit down, crack on with everything I've got get to do. That, it, yeah. That's my natural self. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've only got, you know, I've got from nine till three when I go pick up my daughter and then we'll go home and maybe I can squeeze an hour in there or whatever. But actually, um, I'm learning more and more that if I'm, if I want to really create, if I want to tap into those ideas, those words, those, those examples, if in my meetings with people, I want them to actually, you know, take them somewhere and help them go somewhere. I'm going to have to spend some time communing mm-hmm. to enable the creativity of God to flow out in those times more and more. And someone may say, I have no time. I have no energy to invest in this kind of communing, but actually it's inverted. We don't have the time not to, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because of the leverage and acceleration. Absolutely. And I, I, I honestly believe we are in a new a new era right now. We are in a time of acceleration. I'm certainly seeing that in my own life and, and the lives of some of the people in our church. Okay. And um, for me, I'm realizing, okay, this is this has got to be. I, I I need incredible. You know, we're talking about creativity and wisdom. We need incredible wisdom at this time. I mean, if ever there was a need for wisdom, there is a need for it right now. And if there is ever a need to bring order into chaos, I mean, our world to me seems to be getting more chaotic. Um, certainly that's my experience in, in the UK and from what I see on the news it seems to be what you guys are going through as well that there seems to be more chaos not less I'm um, telling you it's, so, it's, it's so chaotic it's amazing it's, it's stunning have you heard of Leonard Sweet's word chaotic uh, I've heard of Leonard Sweet not heard of that word though I think he invented the word chaotic uh, it's a it's a hybrid of chaos and order and so it's it's, <laughs> it's really speaking to the opportunity that we're talking about here that when there is chaos that we can bring a new order out of it, right? Yeah. Here's an experiment, guys. I, I would challenge everyone to do this experiment. And you know what? I'm. I wish I had a mirror in here. I'd look in the mirror and just talk to myself right now, because, you know, um, get some index cards, three by five, four by six cards, whatever. Get some index cards and just write out on them the most chaotic things in in your world right now, and lay them out on the floor or on a desk, and just look at them, and. Just begin to worship and pray in heavenly prayer languages over that, right? Just begin to do that. Just begin to like hover over it with the Holy Spirit in partnership. Just like in Genesis 1-2, the Holy Spirit brooded, hovered over the earth. So it's a word which means to fertilize, to, 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 to bring order and design out of chaos. Just list these things out in your personal world and then even go beyond it because you also have a circle of concern, things you want to do that are like macro larger than your personal world. I, I think that Adam is so correct when he says, first, we have to get our personal world in order and from that platform branch out into our circle of concern, our sphere of influence, right? But what a, what a powerful dynamic. What if you were to take 15 minutes a day and discipline yourself? Just borrow 15 minutes from Pixels. You know, we all know you're probably spending two hours in Pixels a day, right? All right, just, just take 15 minutes from Pixels and bring it into the domain of prophecy. I'm preaching to myself here, Adam. Okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm listening. I'm, 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 you know, I think we need to give ourselves challenges and do experiments, you know, yes. and, and, and just spend 15 minutes in prophecy and praise in tongues over those cards and then journal, begin to capture ideation and uh, glimpses, you know, something the Lord shared with me recently. I believe in Psalm 32, 8, it says, you guide me with your eye. And I woke up last Friday morning, Adam, 
and the first thing on my mind was the bathroom, right? But so th- this is what tells me it's from the Lord because I was in no state of mind to, you know, pursue anything. But the first thing that comes to my mind is this concept that God has glimmers in his eye. And as you look at his eye, he will have glimmers for you. And God is, are you talking to me? Yes. Do you want me to do this? Is this how you see me? You know, you know, that phrase, like a father, you were yeah. just a glimmer in my eye, yeah. you know, right? Okay. So yeah. is this, is this what you have for me? And begin to pray into that. And I would say, use heavenly prayer languages and pursue that if you don't have it. But all right. Well, you know, I've kind of podcasted myself. I've inspired myself here, Adam, for personal pursuits. <laughs> Even now, this this happens, and I'm I'm glad for it. We're going to break away for a special announcement about something I've been carrying for some time. I feel the time is ripe for it. There's almost a sense, to be honest with you, I almost feel that the time is almost too ripe. Here's the announcement. Welcome to the Wild Ox Podcast. Tight episodes, 10 minutes or less. This is Brian Del Turco. Each episode highlights a fresh kingdom prayer dynamic, and then we activate a prayer edge in culture, society, and the nations. Psalm 92.10, my horn, a symbol of strength and warfare, you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. You can take these prayer dynamics and prayer edges right into your private prayer time, and you can spark prayer with others too. Untamed, strong prayers for our time. Pray with me. So, we're releasing this episode today, October the 13th. This new podcast will be live with several episodes in within just two days by October the 15th. So, if you're hearing it before the 15th, it's not there yet, but go to Podbean, and here's the deal. Search for Wild Ox. It's going to take several days for it to populate out to Apple and Stitcher and all the listening options as well, but you can hear it immediately on Podbean, and uh, it'll be coming, okay, on the other listening options. I'm looking for a floor of uh, 300 Gideon-like listeners and people of prayer that will tie into this podcast, a floor, a minimum of 300 I'm looking to build it up to that point. And I'm also looking for a base, I'm calling it a base of, of 40 or so listeners that will uh, express their interest in praying for the podcast and also helping to promote it within their circle of influence. So you'll be hearing more about that. But let's, I'm excited, I'm, I'm really excited about this podcast. I'm a strong believer in prayer. I think this podcast is going to stretch us, it's going to advance us in prayer. More about it coming. Let's get back, though, to this important dialogue, Super Creativity, with Adam Carver. Yeah, chaotic, uh, bringing order and design and something new out of chaos. I love that. And I think the key the key thing about that is, of course, that if it's going to be of the kingdom, it has to be of the opposite spirit. You cannot try and bring order to chaos by using chaos to bring order. <laughs> so it, it has to come in an opposite. But, but and yet, you, you, you kind of go... You, you laugh almost, but I've seen people try. <laughs> they, they I seem laugh because I tried, that, yeah. You know, <laughs> but that's the, that's the truth. You know, you, you, you cannot bring order from chaos. You, you have to be in order to bring order. And um, th- this was a lesson that I, I, I learned um, 
uh, I think you know this, Brian, you listen as well, but it, about uh, 2007, my first wife uh, passed away. And um, so we, because we go to the funeral and um, I, my dad was a, a minister in the city of the church. I was, I, I was at Christian Life Church by then. I'd, I'd actually just been released as pastor for four months, but but the church I was a part of was quite a big church, kind of 200, 300 people. So there were a lot of people at the funeral and lots of people who wanted to just mm. pass in their regards. I was only 30 years old at the time. So it was wow. a bit of a big deal in the sure. in the city, as it were. Yeah. But what the reason I, I tell the story is uh, on that day, a number of people would come up to me and they'd put their arm around me or show my hand and, and they'd talk about peace. And everybody would say the same words, give or take. But yet on some people... I felt like I did actually receive peace. Other people, I felt like I received fear and terror and grief and pain. And even though they said the words, mm. there was no peace within them at all. And, and those people were doing the best, but really they tried to give peace when they had no peace. Right. They had no peace to give because they'd not worked internally on any of it. There were others who, despite all that going on, carried peace. Peace kind of oozed out of them. And I would... I would hold on to those people because I borrowed their peace for a little while until I found my own, until I processed my pain and my grief. Wow. And and I, I find it fascinating that even now we seem to think we can, because we say the words, we seem to think we can bring that very thing as a material reality. But I don't think we can. Mm. Unless we actually know peace on the inside, sat in our own houses on our own, Yes, we can speak about it, but we can't actually bring it. And and what you know what what concerns me is that um, it, it's like I said at the beginning. In order to bring order outside, we have to first bring it inside. And one of the things I, I love about I'm 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 43 now. One of the things I love about the generation below me is that they are desperate, certainly in in my nation anywhere, to bring about change. They're desperate to serve. They're desperate to serve the poor and the needy. We we have one of the biggest debt charities in in the country uh, in our in our city, Christians Against Poverty. It's full of of people mainly in the 20s and 30s who are all desperate to do something for Jesus. Mm. Um, yes. But I, I worry a little bit that many of them find their identity in what they're doing rather than in who they actually are. And that and that the, the danger is when you do that, you you kind of know the words, but you've not actually found it yourself. That's so true. And and so, so, it's so Paul Hubbard what you're saying, isn't it? This is Paul Hubbard. <laughs> well, he, yeah. You're channeling uh, Paul Hubbard yeah, right now. reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what happens when you, you walk yep. with somebody as a son to a father for 15 years. That's right. And, uh, and still walk together. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, so for me, it's like that. That's kind of, that's kind of fascinating. So I think that's one, one right. of the, And it's interesting. One of the worst things that I think we can do not worse things, but one of the potentially helpful things is is try and bring order into chaos when we are ourselves in chaos. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Somehow we think that's helpful, but all you're doing is doubling the chaos. <laughs> yeah, you're duplicating, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's why propagating. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just you just add into the chaos by trying to bring order, and then you wonder why it all blows up in your face. Well, of course, maybe the first thing to do is to spend some time finding your own order. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, spend some time. Finding your own order, discovering your order in Christ, processing yeah. with Christ and finding your own order. And of course, you know, Jesus told us disciples, when you enter a house, give it your greeting of peace. And if the house is worthy, it will remain. If not, it will return to you. Well, how can it re either remain or come back to you if it's not something that you have, right? 
It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not just yeah. words, as you're saying, but but we can apply this with everything, right? How, how about the issue of kingdom design? If you have kingdom design on, on the inside of you, and you're able to to say and do yeah. things that, that, that exhibit God's higher design, then you can bring it. But if you don't, you can't. Right. Absolutely. If you've not, if you've not got, if your own internal life is not built on those kingdom principles yes. of sacrifice, of love, of giving yourself for another all the time, then if you try and build something, it will be built on the foundation of who you already are. And and so, in that sense, you know, if if I if I have actually learned to love people, not just like them, if I've learned to sacrifice myself for others, if I've learned to love people despite the fact that sometimes deep down part of me would rather slap them. Let's be honest about right. life. If I've learned to do that, let's just be real. If I've learned to do that, then maybe I can bring something to somebody else. Tee you up for this. I, th- I think I know what the answer is going to be, but do you think that um, there are some higher things that God actually intends for us and wants us to get into, but they will not come without a higher love life or a higher peace life or et cetera? Absolutely. Oh, I'm absolutely convinced of it. I'm just... Um, I, I, Paul taught me this thing called called fact, which is for principles for living. I'm just writing a, a book about it right now. And uh, the, the kind of introduction is, will your character carry you as far as your gifting will take you? Mm. And, and the idea is, look, your gift, and we're all gifted. Everybody has incredible gifts and abilities from God to solve problems on the earth. And the creative power of God in you is designed to solve a problem. You are a problem solver. But until you solve the... Uh, there's a better way of saying it than solve the problems in you, solve the issues in you, solve the difficulties in you, solve the insecurities in you. And by solve, I, I mean come to understand who you are in Christ, come to accept them and come to bring them to him for them to be transformed and redeemed. Yes. Um, I, hope, I don't mean that we solve the problems. I think you get my heart. Hopefully your listeners do too. But Are you progressing? Are you? Is your life orientated in the process, right? You're not perfect, but right? If you're moving strong yeah, in that direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I'm amazed by how many people think that, you know, to be a good Christian, you have to read your Bible and pray. Well, that's great, but you are meant to be being transformed. So if you were still as proud as you were 20 years ago, well, what has all that done for you? Yeah. yeah. If, if you were still as angry as you were for 20 years, if, if the trauma you suffered as a child, you've never told any about and never allowed the grace and light of Jesus into, what is the point? For me, and I, I recognize, you know, I, there sure. may well be other things very different yeah. to me, which, which is fine. But for me, for me, the whole point of the Christian faith is to be transformed in the here and now. Right now. Um, and it's about right making here. a difference in the here and now. Yeah, absolutely. He makes all things new, but it begins in you right now. Absolutely. We are new creatures in Christ. Yeah. Absolutely. Adam, I have so loved this. Would you take a few minutes and just pray over us and this messaging. I, I believe it's kingdom messaging. Listener, you can ask the Lord for a 100-fold return on the sowing of God's Word and God's kingdom concepts in your life. You know, just kind of pray that constantly every time you open the text, you know. But would you mind praying over us and just sort of um, that we would carry these things and, and, and bring fruition and, and success and blessing? And I would, I would appreciate that. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, of course. Well, Father, I just thank you for, for Brian. Thank you for this opportunity. We do pray as well, Father, that our hearts are to bring your kingdom on the face of the earth, Father. And if there's anything, Lord, that we have shared that is not quite aligned with your heart, Father, I pray it would fall to the ground, Lord. But anything that is from your kingdom, Father, that flows from your throne, we ask that it would take root, Father. And I particularly pray, Lord, that we would see 
creativity in whole new ways. Father, perhaps those of us who are much more left brain, those of us who are much more logical and, and ordered, Father, would start to see that we are deeply creative people yeah. because the wonderful creator lives on the inside of us. Thank you, Lord. And Father, would you open us up, Lord, to your creativity in our lives, open us up to the prophetic element that you want to flow in us, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you would, uh, as um, Brian's been praying those prayers to see those things, Lord, for others who pray those prayers, I am asking that you would deposit a greater amount of you within them, Father, that they would be able to see more clearly, Father, that they would be given words for people, they'd be given abilities to reach out in the marketplace, Father, yes. that your kingdom might come. And uh, Father, I just want to as well just speak a blessing over everybody that listens. Father, yeah, I want to bless their household, I want to bless their homes, bless their finances, bless their health, I bless them in every way feasible. And uh, thank you, Jesus. Guide, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much, Adam. Blessings on you, your wife, Faye, your four children, the work you're doing, the business, the book you're writing, all of it. I really appreciate you taking some time out today. I think that uh, there's much here. There's much here to ponder and pray over, right? I, I just really think that. I, I, yeah. pre- I appreciate you, Adam. Look forward to future conversations, all right, if you don't mind. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Adam. <laughs> What I really appreciate about Adam Carver and his wife, Faye, is their their life vision is to see God's people locate their space in the marketplace of everything out there as kingdom people and becoming highly functional, highly functional in their spaces in life. I really appreciate this uh, conversation, Adam. Maybe listen to it again and pray into these edges, pray into these themes and take them before the Lord and look for development. Remember, you're an apprentice of Christ. You are yoked with Christ, and He is all about developing you as a Christ follower and as a kingdom agent, a vice regent, if I could put it that way. Remember, part one of this dialogue is episode 153. If In case you missed it, you can catch it. Resources and links for this episode are at jesusmart.com slash Super Creativity. You can see their uh, information about Adam and his wife, Faye, and a link to their church. Would you share this with one or two of your friends? You know people that need to hear this. Share it. We appreciate that. Manifoldministries.com. Encourage you to visit that website. To learn more about the podcast in general, go to JesusSmart.com. Jesus is ultimate creative, ultimate creativity. At the end of Proverbs 8, there's a picture there of Jesus personified as wisdom. In the Hebrew, it could be translated playing with the Father in the creative process at the beginning, taking his delight in the sons of men. Do you know that Jesus delights in you? Do you know that he plays over your life? He is ultimate creativity. When we yoke with him, we should get on a creative continuum, should we not? We are created in God's image. When we yoke with Jesus, that image of God in us gets amped up, fueled, fully developed, goes to another place that those who are not in Christ can't get to. We want them to be in Christ. It's sad for Christians to not be creative. There's something missing there. We're not living a full-spectrum Christ-following experience 
if we're not creative. And as Adam has said, there's many ways to express that creativity. Well, Jesus, we can worship him. We can rejoice in him. He's brilliant. He's creative. If we walk with him, we're going to catch that brilliance in a unique way and his creativity. He knows how everything works optimally, how it works best. We'll see you in our next episode.